3: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Big Brother Canada 10 post-season interview. I'm your host, Tarn Armstrong, and today I am talking with... This
0: is Business B. Let's get it. It's Business B. Uh,
3: we're going to be talking with Business B. Uh, all about her game, um, so uh, this should be a fun one. Hopefully you enjoy it. Um, that's that's what we got. Of course, we've got more of these coming, coming through the pipeline but uh but right now we're talking to business b so here is betty hey
0: how's it going good how are you i'm good sorry i'm just having some technical difficulties but we're here
3: no worries no worries <laughs> uh it, it happens uh, i'm just excited to talk to you
0: yeah i'm excited to be here thanks for having me i just actually watched your recap of my game from when i was in the house and i thought it was actually really good so oh. thanks so much for doing at. Thank
3: you. Uh yeah, those those are always very fun. They they tend to be a lot of work, but uh they're very fun to do. And uh I was I was excited to do yours because I thought you played a very interesting game.
0: Yeah, I was spot on. I mean like you know, me like extending olive branches to all these people and i'm just on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> um, all right. Well uh you ready to go?
0: Yeah, let's do this.
3: All right. Uh how how you doing, Betty?
0: Yeah, I feel good. I'm grateful to be like back at home and I'm just like, you know, getting used to everything. Um, And it's way easier than I thought it was going to be a little bit weird. Like, but I feel good about being back here. You know, Mm -hmm. when you're in all these random people, sometimes you kind of lose yourself. So I'm glad that I'm back doing things that are like, you know, regular to me.
3: Yeah. Like back (laughs) to real life, kind of just getting back into the swing of things. Totally. Are you uh, are you back at work already?
0: Yeah. So I was, I'm back at work. I work remotely, so it's way better. Mm-hmm. Um, so slowly transitioning. Um, I actually got sick. I don't know, like a bunch of people got sick. My boyfriend got COVID. I didn't for it, but um, it's still weird. Just like, you know, I got out of the house immediately, met up with some past house guests, and then all of a sudden he got COVID. So it's like, uh, it was annoying, but it's fine. I'm fine.
3: Well, that's, that's good to hear. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been going around. Uh, the, it's, uh, feels like, uh, there's been a, a big surge of it lately. So, that um, right. all right. So tell me about your, your history with big Brother. How well did you know the show coming in?
0: Yeah. Like I wasn't one of those people that was like, I watched every single season. I watched literally season one of BB can season two. I saw season eight, which was like, Whatever. And then season nine. And that's why I decided to join. I did watch some early seasons of BB USA. So I obviously saw the most recent one with the cookout. And then I saw some early on, like when I was in high school. Like I don't know how familiar you are, but back in the day with like Janelle and Kaser, like mm-hmm. way BB USA. But that was basically it. And then I decided to join the show. There
3: you go. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed um, when Kevin was telling you and Josh about uh about the the fan base and the live feeds uh and you you were just like man we're in this house with some freaks I
0: i actually didn't know i'm so sorry because i know that you also watch the live streams and i've been getting dms of people being like you know hey betty why were you you know being like i didn't know that it was so popular mm-hmm. and people were all about the live stream so again i do apologize if i offended anyone i just didn't know that people were watching us sleep and stuff like that's a lot
3: i think it's very understandable to have that reaction especially like the way that kevin described it at times um i think cuz i think it, it like there's i'm sure a very small percentage of people but like most people aren't actually watching you sleep most people are like uh you know they've got it on and then if something exciting happens, they'll be like, "Ooh, this is fun." Um, there's like a, maybe a small percentage of people that uh, they they like watching people like eat and stuff, you know, weird stuff like that. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> were but you it, one of those? Did you watch us eat? Because, like, that's okay if you did.
3: I i see that. That was why it was very funny because Josh was like, I didn't realize people were watching us all the time. I guess I should be cooking more food or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, for me, I'm like, Josh, no, no, no. Just keep playing the game. That's all I'm interested in. Got
0: it. Got it. Okay. So I do apologize, though, because, you know, sometimes I run my mouth a little bit and I think that kind of got the best of me at times in the game.
3: It was, uh, maybe, but uh, it was, it was very funny. I, I enjoyed it. Um, so, Uh, So you come into the game. Now, week one, we actually didn't have feeds. So we don't really have a lot of the details of like what was happening in the game during week one. What was your perspective on, you know, entering the game, these initial alliances, relationships, what was happening for you?
0: Yeah, like I walked into the house and I was like, oh, okay." I obviously didn't have a I did have a big read that there were obviously guys working together. I was must have been aloof because I didn't I didn't see Summer and Tanisha part of those alliances at all. So I was just like, oh, okay." so it must just be a guys versus girls type thing. So I was basically just trying to develop connections with people, trying to, like, you know, build something for myself. I wasn't really I didn't feel like a strong alignment to anyone in specific. Like I was literally just, I know it sounds like for lack of better words, just trying to vibe out, suss out how I felt about some folks and then try to like, see if there was any connections that I could develop from there that could get me far in the game. Like I wasn't like outwardly looking for an alliance, which now in hindsight probably would have been the best thing for me, but I really wasn't. I was just trying to, connect with people and marty actually happened to be one of them in week one where he was like yeah don't worry i'm gonna i like i'm not gonna come for you you're not even kick in your my feet app. up yeah kick your feet up like and i was like okay i took him for at face value in week one and i literally felt like i had developed good relationships with everyone that no one was gonna put me up i also knew Herman like in real life mm-hmm of him in my community as well as like in the city. He like literally grew up seconds away from me and went to my high school. So we were able to kind of establish that. So I kind of felt some sort of like, okay, he'll protect me, not protect me. Like I don't need anyone to protect me, but like he'll have my best interest at mind. So I felt okay. Week one. I don't know.
3: There you go. What, who did you, so you, you, you had that connection to Herman. Um, you also uh, are, you, you get included in the, the, the Mandem's Alliance, Um it was that sort of like where you felt like uh your your primary interest was like that was your group?
0: Totally. And also what had happened was I ended up sleeping in the question mark room. So when I got there, it was almost like everybody that was already in that room was like, Okay, we'll have this like unspoken. We've got each other. Summer decided to formalize it with the mandems, which I was down with. And then it was basically everyone in the red room we were like, Okay, cool, we've got each other's back. And then that's kind of who it was. So myself, um, mom, uh, Josh, Tanisha, Summer, Helena. I, I would say the five of us were like, OK, we're good.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the first week, it's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, Kevin ends up on the block, though. Um, for you, was there ever any um, thought that like, oh, mate, mate, what if we did vote out Kevin?
0: yeah totally I was like why are we keeping Kevin in this game like he's out here being like oh I need help (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing and I was like are you guys joking me like this guy knows what he's doing and I kept trying to put feelers out but I think it was Tanisha that was like oh no he (laughs) he needs our help and I was like (laughs) Okay, like maybe and melina was like extremely standoffish in the in these moments so you guys didn't get to see that in the live streams like she was just like gone in and obviously she was feeling nervous and everything but she had completely isolated herself from conversations entirely. So it was kind of like either we're going to save Kevin, this guy who obviously doesn't need saving, or we're going to try and ma- build something with someone who isn't talking with anyone. So I kind of just was like fine, I'll be a follower. And followed the troops and was like, OK, hey, fine, we'll 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 vote out mm-hmm.
3: Um, So uh, I forgot to ask, have you how have you watched the episodes yet? I, I, I think I heard you have.
0: Yeah, I watched them all
3: the whole season.
0: I watched the whole season, except for the last episode, the season finale. It's a little. Yeah, it's a little. So I'll I'll get to it. At a at a later date,
3: when, yeah, when you're ready. That's uh, that's understandable. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did. Uh, I liked because uh, I've got sound clips that I used throughout the the podcasting season. I, I pulled sound clips from the episodes, um, and you have a lot of my favorites. Uh, you said this about Kevin later on, but it was very true of you for the for the whole season. I
0: think Kevin is a much bigger problem than I thought. Yeah, he was he ended up winning. <laughs> I mean. <laughs>
3: Uh, this is one Kevin said early on that I used throughout the whole season
0: I'm a
1: bad boy I'm a bad boy
0: (laughs) sorry you would say that all the time
3: (laughs) some of my co-hosts hated that clip and some of them loved it it was a very mixed reaction
0: that's funny that one was definitely a very very on brand for Kevin yeah
3: yeah uh all right so Molina is evicted week 2 Marty wins the HOH um yeah. now uh this is this is when things really start to go wrong for your game um because uh first of all he's targeting Jay and you liked Jay uh you actually were trying to get some votes to keep Jay around uh prior to Jace winning the veto um and uh in, in part, this is how like uh, Marty starts to feel like, oh, well, Betty's close to Jay. Maybe I should put Betty up. But as, as I talked about in um, in some of these game recaps, like, uh, it, you know, Kevin was supposed to be the renom when Jace wins the veto and he's able to really like uh, talk to a bunch of people, get get into Marty's head and uh, like, you don't want to put me up on the block. They're going to flip on me. Uh, and instead, he doesn't like specifically target you, but. You are the sort of the easiest person to uh, to throw up there because uh, of how close you are to uh, to Jay and that Marty's suspicious that you might be working with like Summer and Tanisha. And so yeah. uh, you end up on the block and uh, you are you're blindsided because uh, Marty did not tell anybody or did not tell you, at least.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I know Marty. um, Marty took Kevin for a beer because he was HOH. So he got beers that week or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I just remember Kevin going into that room and being kind of like and then leaving and being all like and being like, uh, what's going on? I just immediately knew something was going on. So I think that's when I called him out about it and was just like and he was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. But really. In my gut, I knew that he knew exactly what was going to happen. And that's kind of how it played out for me that week. Marty was like, yeah, kick your feet up. Actually, psych, don't kick your feet up. You're going on the block.
3: (laughs) Yes, this is the uh, this is when we get this. I do hate you. (laughs) (laughs) And then a little bit later, we got
0: you told me I was a terrible person. Yeah. And I meant that. (laughs) Sorry. Kevin seems to have gotten a lot of the brunt of like my feelings
3: towards him, but I'm glad. that. Yeah. I mean, uh, it worked out for him. So I think it's, uh, I think it's fine. Right.
0: Totally. Yeah. It did work out for him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's um, I don't know if it made the episodes, but uh, the second time uh, that the, 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 you did call me a terrible person when he said like, take your anger out on me, you know, and he's yeah. trying to like, Make it like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll maintain this public image essentially. And you were like, I'm just going to tell everyone you just said that. And then he's like, well, then you're my target. Uh, yeah. Like after, after that, he goes and he talks to you outside and you're like, why are you following me? <laughs> um, and then he goes into the, the hot tub, like hallway area. Yeah. And he's and you're out there still talking. It's actually uh, if you if somebody can clip this for you from the from the feeds, it's it's pretty great because you can still hear your audio while we're on Kevin outside just outside the door. And you're like yep. this guy. He's so annoying. And Kevin's like, Betty, I'm trying to help you. What are you doing?
0: I remember that. I don't actually remember him saying that, though, that he was trying to help me. He said it to I the
3: haven't... cameras. Uh, oh. Yeah. yeah. OK, Um, it was pretty funny, though. So, uh, so obviously, um, you're annoyed, you're annoyed at Kevin for, uh, for avoiding the block here. Um, and, and you going up instead, you're also annoyed at, uh, at Marty because he told, he told you to kick your feet up. Um, yeah. and this is, this is the first, you were the first kick your feet up victim.
0: I was the first, but I wasn't the last.
3: <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: so, funny. um, so Uh, so you, uh, you end up doing pretty well. And, um, this is something that I, that I commented on that, like, when you are, when you do have your back against the wall, you do tend to like really, uh, pull it out and, uh, you do a great job of campaigning. Obviously Jay was the target anyway, but, um, you do, you do start to to notice like the guy, these guys are working together. Um, and uh, and you're trying to sort of like build some momentum. You're, you're talking to some of the women, uh, in the game, but, uh, unfortunately for you, obviously uh, Summer and Tanisha were working with some of them. So, uh, it wasn't playing out super well.
2: And you totally.
3: had, you head into the, uh, the next week where, uh, where Kyle wins the HOH and, yeah. uh, and this is really when we thought it, it was going to be over for you. Um, Same.
0: I really <laughs> thought it was over. He told me twice I was going on the block. Yeah literally pulled me into the hoh room and was like it's gonna be you and i was like okay and then it wasn't twice twice (laughs) twice literally he gave me this like big snazzy speech about like i don't even remember and then he doesn't put me up and i was like is this guy okay (laughs) like it's so weird i couldn't even remember like yeah but that definitely happened i thought my game was gonna be over week three
3: yeah, I, I think my, my favorite part was, um, you go in, I think the first night and you're, you're, you give a campaign. He's like, let me think about it. And then the next day he comes, he, he comes to you. He's like, all right, look, you're going to go up on the block. Uh, yeah. and, um, and you're like, well, that sucks. Uh, and he's and at the end of the conversation, he's like, uh, hug it out. And you're like, no, no, thanks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm like, why would I hug you? You literally just told me I was going on the block for absolutely no reason. Now you want to hug?
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, no way.
3: So for the second week in a row, you're blindsided at a ceremony, but this time uh, for good. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, not many people, it's a pretty rare experience to be blindsided with not going on the blog. How, how, what is the feeling?
0: Like it felt really good because I was like definitely under the impression that I was going on the block. So it felt good. But then I, I got this vibe that Kyle wanted me to be like thanking him. Like, oh my God, you saved my game. Like, you know, and then that would kind of lure me to start working with him or have some sort of indebted like obligation to him. And that obviously wasn't going to happen. So I was just like, okay, thanks and i was still kind of pissed because it seemed like everybody in the house knew i wasn't going up except for me so i was like yeah, i'm still coming for you but thank you from a distance Yeah. so that was like on it
3: it's like uh like you saved me from danger that you put me in like
0: exactly. that's <laughs> Exactly my thoughts on it I was like like I'll shake your hand you know maybe I think I may have given him a hug but I was still kind of like this guy is volatile like you don't know what, what his next move could be and clearly we didn't <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: uh, that's uh, of course you know this is the week where um, where we, we, we saw this happen from Kyle
0: my degree is not in English it is
3: in sport
2: media
0: funny
3: i actually just saw that in my episodes and i was like oh my god oh man it's uh it's it's that that whole week was uh was a wild ride you you guys really you you kept me working hard because uh because i don't really care about the eating and the sleeping and all of that usually by like the halfway point in the season like uh, my job is very easy like uh there's, there's only so much game talk happening but uh, but but you guys, you just kept going uh, and going. And, and Kyle really, really was the <laughs> the biggest offender.
0: <laughs> was that your favorite week to watch on TV?
3: I mean, it, it was at the time. And then like th- then we had uh, like so many other like the gummy bear situation. We had uh, like your HOH week. Um, like there were just like, there were a lot of, uh, a lot of really, um, like when you flip Josh back over and it's like, Whoa. Uh, and then, um, man, I, I wish we'll talk about the, the final three situation. We didn't see that on the feeds either. So, um, yeah. But, but yeah, week after week, it was just like, uh, there was always something wild going on. Uh, but this, this was probably the, the most, the most wild in terms of just like, it like Hour after hour, the plan was changing. Um, so, uh, so you you so you get told again that you're going up when Moose wins the veto. Yeah, um, he I do. P-
0: told me that I needed to win the the veto mm-hmm. in order to. He told me if I don't win the veto. Um, then something about like, he doesn't think that it's going to basically prove to the house that I don't actually deserve to be here. Something along those lines. He said something that's ridiculously dumb to me. And I was like, okay. And then he's like, and I have no other choice, but to put you up once Moose wins. And I was like, okay, anyway, so that I just want to be clear that he said that to me.
3: Yeah, no, that, that, cause that was, that was kind of a narrative and it. And I don't think that it was super widespread, but uh, but there was, there were, there were people and, and Kyle was the, I think the biggest defender in this who like, I'm not going to waste an HOH on Betty. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and this, this idea that like, you know, and this, this happens, uh, unfortunately a lot where somebody goes up early as a pawn and then they just kind of become the pawn of the season and, uh, and people don't respect their, their games as much. Um, and you kind of get put in this position, um, right. What like how, how do you overcome that? Because you you ultimately do. And that's like it's it's pretty rare that somebody gets out of that position. Both you and Kevin managed to do it uh, in my eyes. Um, so uh, so w- what what is the feeling and how do you get out of that?
0: Honestly, there's always this like narrative in the beginning of the game, and I, I mean, like f- especially for our season, it's like either you're winning comps or you're useless. And unfortunately, it's usually that usually stems from like you know that like alpha male, male dominated, like oh beat my chest, look at me. So I mean, what I had to do is really let, not let it phase me in the beginning, and I just had to continue to do what I like needed to do, which was connect with people. I needed to make sure that I was playing this social game that wasn't just like you know I'm gonna promise you a week of safety when unfortunately i hadn't been winning competitions to show people that i could guarantee them a week of safety like i had to literally have conversations with people like and show value in any way that i could which meant like okay um i've been on the block i'm not really that worried about it maybe i can offer you like i'll go on the block instead of you or maybe i will make sure that i'll vote in your way the next week or do you know what i mean it basically just to whatever I thought that they needed that could show value. And uh, that actually worked for me. I actually also got close with Kevin. So like not close with him. I would never say that he was my ally in this game or anything, but like, you know, as long as I was showing that I was not a threat to his game at all, like I obviously felt like it was working for me a little bit in the beginning. Obviously I, I, I figure out in the end that he was obviously throwing my name under the bus a bunch of times, which is fine. But like, You know what i mean just making sure that i'm not a threat that i can be of value to people and then just making sure that they they see that in me and that they can maybe overlook me and try to get out more of these bigger players like i was always kind of pitching someone bigger like always pitching gino or marty or pitching kyle or just like do you know like Mm -hmm. don't waste your hoh on me you know i kind of played into that narrative a little bit too and i think that also helped me yeah
1: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: I think this is also the week that we got um, uh, my favorite clip from you, which is... Uh...
0: This is Business B. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Business B. That's actually who I am in my real life, like my p- professional life. So I just tried to use it in the
3: game see that's so uh so that was the thing for me because i'm pretty sure you said that during the the b competition um yeah and so at first i thought you were just making a pun um but then uh but then ian uh used business b in his message to you um yeah. and i was like oh is this like a thing and he actually messaged me he was like it's a it's a real thing that's who yeah. she is
0: it is. It's because I work in business and business B gets shit done. Like, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool, and I love how it was received so well by the public. Like, I love it by the fans. I should say. Mm,
3: well, there is business B, and there is also uh, Petty Betty.
0: Petty Betty loves a good show. <laughs> Excuse me, yeah, Betty. That's definitely Betty too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's the two the two sides of the Betty coin, uh, business being and Petty Betty. Um, so. Um the rest of the week goes uh pretty well actually because um Kyle messes up he puts up Josh thinking that Josh will leave but uh but the uh, the votes are there to flip the house against Steph. Uh so you got to see the uh, the very uh, funny
0: um you really suck at lying.
3: Jace confrontation with <laughs> with
2: Kyle. Yeah.
0: That was quite funny cuz I was like in the I remember that they were like having like a, a moment upstairs but I was just like so relieved that Josh was safe and I was like, uh, oh. and I was kind of like petty betty wanted because Kyle, like, I don't know if you guys saw in the episode, I'm sure he did where his face like went completely ghost. I thought that was so funny. Like I just wanted him to go and like deal with all of the mess that he had made. So yeah, that was funny.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, so you go into the next week and Gino wins the HOH um and uh and this is the week where uh you know he was again thinking of potentially targeting you or Tanisha um yeah. but uh but ultimately he is convinced to put Kyle on the block and you were involved in that plan um and um and you also I think were the person the biggest person like beating the drum of like uh thanks Gino I mean I'm still going to target you next week but thank you <laughs>
0: yeah i know i definitely was grateful like i i don't know the episode didn't quite show it but i was actually the first person in gino's um hoh room because i was like oh well i gotta get to business like he's closest with marty and kyle like obviously i'm gonna go up so i was like he was like i don't know if you guys saw he had that like gummy bear thing where he was like oh asking us a serious right, question yeah yeah, yeah yeah, so he asked like why we deserve to be here and i was mm-hmm. like, uh. And then he asked, like, just some other questions I can't quite recall. And then he was like, who would you put up? And I was like, obviously, Kyle, like, duh. But um, and Summer obviously had more of a relationship with Gino. So she probably influenced that decision more. And that's fine. But I definitely was like one of the first people to be like, put up Kyle. Like, it makes the most sense. And I just and then he puts up Marty which also made sense but then later when I watched the episodes it looked like it was just this big like facade. Yeah, he, he said
3: it was for optics um so that uh so that people wouldn't uh people would see that this is what happens when you turn on Gino, you get put up on the block but he didn't actually want Marty to leave. Um yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't quite get that. I was like, "Oh, okay. So we ended up getting Kyle out, but even after he got Kyle out, Gino was still going to be someone I wanted to get out of this game. But this was like, before I realized what type of player Gino was. Cause I had just grouped him with like Marty and like the guys, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, yeah. So I was grateful that he got rid of Kyle. Like, are you kidding me? That was amazing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, You also get pulled into the siblings at the end of the week. Uh, And, and I know that you, you were very much like, what, what even is this? Who's even in this alliance?
0: Yeah. So honestly, Summer and Tanisha came up with siblings. Like I had an okay relationship with Jess in the house. Like I had nothing wrong. Like I thought that they were a good player and like, we actually got along just like as human beings And then when, when they were like, one day Jess was like, yeah, sibs. And I was like, you are not my sibling. Like, I don't understand what you're saying to me. And then they were like the Alliance. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? Like, so I went back to summer and summer's like, oh yeah, you're in this. And I, I didn't quite feel right about it because like, You know, I I wasn't a part of it in the beginning. And then, you know, but I obviously just agreed to it because I was obviously a lone wolf. So I was like, okay, let me just do this. And then they ended up winning power the next week. So I was like, oh, okay, this probably is in my best interest to be a part of this. It ended up being fake anyway. But yeah.
2: Yeah. You know.
3: Yeah, so so Jess wins the HOH and um and this is the week where you you get involved in this like discussion with Jess and and Moose because Jess tells you that Moose said that I don't, I don't honestly I don't even remember the specifics but uh I think they showed I think they showed all of the interactions on the episode actually uh except for the actual confrontation. Um but like Moose had pitched your name and he had maybe said that you um or implied that you don't deserve to be there that you're like oh uh, whatever um and so you 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 sort of like have this thing and at first you're kind of like okay jess is telling me the truth but then you're like "Maybe, maybe they aren't um walk me through that that whole situation
0: yeah so me and jess had a reasonably okay relationship and they were like i'm not gonna put you on the block don't worry you're safe with me and then they were like um Moose says you don't deserve to be here. And I was like, I don't deserve to be here. Like, and that, like, you know, you're floating around. You haven't done anything in this game, like just a bunch of bullshit. And I was like pretty pissed because I thought I had a really good relationship with Moose. So Jess was like, don't tell anyone. And I'm like, I have no loyalties to you, Jess. Like, I'm going to tell, like, why are you even putting these in my head? Like, it almost felt like they were trying to brainwash me or something. So I was like, you know what? The best way to get to the bottom of this is go to the source so i ended up calling out moose obviously it was a little spicier than i had um and then and then moose okay whatever i had my moment me and moose ended up talking about it what actually happened was moose was like i'm not gonna talk to jess unless i have a witness present so for the remainder of the game that's what Moose did, and I was like he's really taking this like to the next level hey and Moose was like no there's absolutely no way they're putting words in my mouth and they are like trying to pin people against each other so after seeing this like and it had been a day and you know the big brother house like a day is like a week so like a week of like um how do you say um like a week of i sorry one day of having like uh a witness in front of all their conversations. Like I was like, that's kind of suspect. So I talked to Moose about it and he was like, no, dude, that didn't happen. Basically what, what I said was I pitched that you should go on the block and that's fine. Like that's a big part of the game. People go on the block. It's not a big deal, but Jess obviously had manipulated the conversations to get a rise out of me. And I figured that out later. Um, so that's kind of clearing the air about that
1: yes
3: i did i did clip the um i'm sure you've seen it a couple of times because i think it was part of the awards show thing but uh th- this was a this is a good one
0: so don't don't pitch my name that's f- rude. okay and i won't stand for it okay okay cool and i don't want to talk to you either
3: sorry <laughs> right.
0: don't be sorry just like don't say my name unnecessarily <laughs> i sorry.
3: just i love i love moose in that clips okay
0: <laughs> okay. yeah <I> know. <laughs> okay sorry, moose sorry, moose,
3: oh man, okay, so uh so so then tanisha goes on the block. Obviously, yeah. that's not ideal. Um, and, uh, and then this is, this is the week where things really get a little wonky because Kevin's doing a lot in the background. Not only is he sort of influencing Jess's nominations while pretending to be like, Oh, it might be me. Um, but he's also, uh, he's also working on Josh. And, uh, and this is the week here on, uh, on around day 31 uh or so that he pitches the uh the crash test dummies idea to josh. Hey, you'll know about the Tanisha blind side, but uh but you can pretend to still be in with them and vote with them. Uh but really you'll be with me and Helena and yeah. we'll we'll work this whole thing. So you've obviously been pretty close with Josh to this point. Um I think you you get even closer with him after this point uh as as the season goes on you get closer and closer. Um Did you ever have any suspicion that like, uh, like maybe his loyalty is not really with me?
0: No, that's what, that's what like, I know it's just a game and it's like, I'm over it kind of, but like, no, I had absolutely no idea. Like I knew he was close with Kevin, but I never knew that it was at that type. Oh, I never knew it was to that degree. Like I didn't know that they had a, an alliance, like at all. I thought that it was like me and Josh's independent players. Like I had no idea. So good on them like that was awesome i had no clue
3: yeah and and it's so it it seemed to me and and i think we mentioned this when when I, i was doing the initial interview with you and josh that um that my read on, on Josh and Kevin's relationship is that he was kind of like the devil on Josh's shoulder. And he was really just like playing up like the fun of playing the game and lying and, you know, being manipulative and like, uh, like, won't it be so fun when there's a blind side, right? Like it's chaos, like come to me for chaos. Uh, and Josh would say to Kevin, like you're like, you're the only person I feel like I can talk to, like on this level of like, we're talking about like the game in this, in this way. Right. Um, so, Uh, I guess like did like did you know that Josh had that side of him that like that side of him that wanted to be a little more devious um, or did you did you not see that
0: no like honestly I didn't know that Josh was the actual villain of the season. (laughs) I had no idea. Like when Josh and I would have conversations, it would be about like how this game doesn't necessarily need to be played in such a shitty way. Like we would always reference the trap door from season nine, and we would always say like Why did that have to go down? Like people can actually play this game and be honest to a certain degree. And like he was almost like I felt like he was an angel. Like I felt like we were bringing out the best in each other. I know, and it sounds awful to to say. But that was always my read on Josh. And I think that's why I felt so good being so comfortable with him, because I was like, oh, my gosh, like, finally somebody who is looking to play an honest game and like, you know, like honest ish. And then I saw the season and I was like, wow, that wasn't real. Like this guy's actually (laughs) the villain. (laughs) And it's okay. It's just a game.
3: So what, what is it about Josh then? Cause like, uh, is it like, cause he's very soft-spoken, um, and, uh, and he's, I I think he is like, um, like probably in real life, a very sweet guy. Uh, so uh, maybe, maybe not, maybe not, uh, but, uh, like, what is it about him that, uh, that, that is, he's able to sort of like, uh, make people feel that way when, when, you know, the, the truth might be something else
0: yeah you know what you nailed it he's just a very soft spoken person and he's always like even in conversations we would have that weren't game related he was very much so like the person that would be like rooting for the underdog like the one that wanted to separate themselves from the masses or like you know he would always like say I might be a strong male but I'm not an alpha male and like if you know me that's like the number one way to like become friends with me I'm like really and just like very much so like I'm rooting for the like I said the underdog like I want to make sure that you know people that may not necessarily have a chance in this game can get far like you know like I want to make sure I'm taking out heavy hitters like do you know what I mean like he would really embed that in your brain like for me anyway and just make me believe like oh my gosh like you know he'd always say like everyone's underestimating you like you go out there and you show them, I have your back. And to me, like, that's how I felt like, wow, this is so much more than just a game. Like this is an actual friendship being formed in the house where we like have each other. And yeah. So that's why I think for me, it was really easy to get close with him. And he did the same thing with everyone else. He's a great listener. So people were like projectile vomiting all of their like gameplay or their personal lives or like anything that they could to him. And if you, it really felt like a safe place with him. Um, Obviously, that's all bullshit. But like during the time, it really did feel like, and that's why I think that there was such a bitter jury too, because mm-hmm. you can't be playing with people's emotions like that. You know, it's not good. And obviously, it didn't work didn't work well for him either.
3: Yeah. So, so where are you at now with that? Because, like, d- do you feel like it was all it was all fake, or do you feel like part of it was genuine? Like, do you do you know, or are you, do you do you still feel like I'm not sure? Like, where where are you at with it?
0: yeah like you know what these people like i feel like the people like how do i say this this game i met people in this game And that's the only reason that I know them like outside of this house. Like there's no real reason for me to connect with these people, especially Josh. Like I didn't know you before the game and I don't know you after the game. So that's just how it is. Um, None of it was real. It was all bullshit. Like it's not a big deal. I got played and like, I had a lot of fun in the game, but like there's absolutely no way I'm looking to like start a friendship outside of this house or sorry, outside of the game with um, Josh. That's for sure.
3: (laughs) There you go. Um, Okay. So Uh, the blindside goes through it's, it's a five to four vote. Um, how, how are you feeling when that happens? Because you've, you've been blindsided by going up on the block. You've been blindsided by not going up on the block. Uh, this is the first time the vote has blindsided you, right? So, uh, what's the feeling?
0: Yeah, it was awful. I knew Helena was going to flip, but I didn't Mm. quite know. And then after when I like when the vote came out, I was like, oh, my God, I don't even know what's going on in this game anymore. So, yeah, it was a shocker. And I just felt like I had to recalibrate my game immediately because now T was gone. I was like, "Okay, we got to go like it's go time.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, in some ways, um, in some ways, Tanisha leaving was a little bit beneficial to you in the sense that it kind of opened summer up a bit more and made made some people a little bit more reliant on you in the group and, and less reliant on some of their other relationships. Right. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's like you're losing a number that was on your side. So um, did you did you look at it that way at all? Or, or were you just kind of just like, oh, this this sucks?
0: Yeah, I looked at it as it sucked because Tanisha was like, Tanisha never even got the opportunity to play in a lot of competitions. And I knew that like she was down to like win and play. So like her leaving, I was like, oh, my God. Because in that moment, too, all I was thinking about was comps. So I was like, I just lost someone strong that would definitely ride out for me. Yeah. So I was pissed. I was more pissed at Jess, to be honest. But at the time, I was like, OK, Ugh, let's i just felt shitty i wasn't even thinking about my own game i was just thinking like oh this sucks so bad for me but then all of a sudden it was chain of safety so i was like holy shit
3: (laughs) yeah so chain of safety happens um josh chooses you to to be safe you choose summer um summer chooses kevin did you feel weird about that or were you like that's fine
0: I did feel weird about it because I was like, why are you picking Kevin? Like you could have picked. I know that we were kind of on the outs with Helena, but I know probably Helena would have picked Kevin anyway. But at least we would have. I just in my mind, it was like we need to get rid of Marty. So I knew that Kev was going to pick Marty and it just like didn't seem right to me. But at the same time, we still had an opportunity to get Gino out, which was fine.
3: Yeah, so tell me about that, because obviously this is a big moment in the season, and uh, we saw it play out in the episode where um, you know Kevin had kind of tried to, to pitch it to Marty, and Marty had shot it down initially, but then you and Josh were talking about it, you approached Kevin about it, and they're like, okay, well now, if Josh and Betty are on board, maybe we can get Marty, um, and... You're all in that room together. Kevin's given all kinds of thumbs ups. Uh, yeah. And, um, and then you sit back down on the couches and you're seeing Marty looking nervous and, and you back out. That's sort of the, the understanding that I, that I have.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Like we were in that room. No one's giving each other a thumbs up. Like I was like, Marty is already kind of my arch nemesis in this game. And then all of a sudden I was like, okay, thumbs up. Are we doing this? Helena didn't give a thumbs up. Kevin did. Josh didn't. Marty didn't. And I was like, okay, this will get, get put on me. Like I just knew it. And I knew if we didn't have the votes, like I was putting my game in danger. And yeah, I did kind of chicken out a little bit. I know it probably would have been a power move, but in that moment I was like, uh, if Marty's not giving the go ahead, he's already good with the other side. Like, you know what? I just think we should back out because this will probably be beneficial for me because then I could be like, look, Gino, this and this happened. And I was really the one that called it off. Like, I thought I was going to be in good standing with Gino after it. I didn't think me not doing it. My whole game was going to get like, you know, everybody was blaming me. Like I got on the block. Marty with his like big, ridiculous speech. Like, yeah. So anyway, if I would have had my time back, I probably would have done that. But it's okay. It is what it is. Yeah. So,
3: so afterward, uh, the vote did, cause Marty ends up voting that way. Helena ends up voting that way, thinking the plan is still on. Um, and it was interesting because like we, we saw, we saw the like interrogation after on the episodes, but the feeds weren't back up yet, uh, for that, uh, by the time the feeds come up, you know, Marty's like, uh, they trapped me. They tricked me. Um, and, uh, (laughs) and Kevin's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. Uh, that, that, that Betty and Josh, uh, more, more Betty than Josh, but, uh, you know, um, and uh and it's like how did this land on them and and you know obviously part of it is is that Kevin and Helena uh were kind of like working together to make sure the blame was on uh the two of you more so and marty marty also keeps saying like i i blacked out i don't even remember what happened and uh yeah. and so it kind of opens the door a little bit to create a narrative um but uh but so what was what what was happening there after the vote goes down uh, two votes go the other way marty's pissed Uh, people are being questioned. Tell me the story.
0: Yeah, like I basically everybody's like walking around trying to figure out who these two votes are. Honestly, I'm thinking to myself, why is Gino making such a big deal about this? Like you're safe and you're safe by seven votes. Like to me, it just seemed like such a waste of time, but they were all turning it into something so much bigger. Then Gino like wants to be like a big dad and he brings us all into a room and he thinks that he's actually going to get to the bottom of it this way. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll entertain it because again, now there's a huge target on my back because they're all, trying to pin it on me i knew from the second i got in there that it was helena like her whole body language was just like off and i was like you're lying and then kevin was like she's not lying and i was like okay I have no idea what's going on, but I do know that it wasn't me and something fishy is happening between these people. And Gino always talks about having such a good read on people and like whatever he says. And he couldn't even pick up on that. Cause I remember talking to him and being like, yo, I really do think it was Helena. And he's like, no, there's no way she would have no reason to do it. And I'm thinking to myself, of course she would, you do nothing for her game. Like, you know what I mean? But anyway, at the end of the day, no, like they still, I, they still were blaming me for it. I think that me and Gina had an okay conversation about it, but I still ended up going on the block that week, despite how many times I tried to convince people that it wasn't me that voted, but yeah, it is what it is now. It's okay.
3: Yeah. And so this is also, you know, the the portion of the game where Herman has started to really be like, all right, Summer Betty—they're not doing anything for me. They're not winning competitions, and he really goes hard to try to win over Gino and Jace. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and so, it, it like, you got Herman throwing you under the bus. You got Josh, who's like, yeah, it was it was Betty. Uh, you got Kevin and Helena, who are like, yeah, Betty was doing it. Um, and you got Marty, who's like, this week is all about. Revenge. Uh, <laughs> so if I have one word, it would be revenge.
0: Yeah, the revenge for twenty twenty two starring Marty. <laughs> um,
3: so uh, it's it's a it's a rough week for you. you. End up on the block, and you are you're the target. And uh, and and the the idea is that if you if you remain up there. You could be in some deep trouble. Uh, yeah. and the, uh, the veto competition also, uh, very close here. Um, it's, uh, nom- nominize, uh, is, uh, if Gina wins that veto, I don't know. I don't know what happens here.
0: I would have been out for sure. Hands down, it would have been me.
3: Yeah. Well, um, it's, uh, Kevin's gonna win it. And, um, and he has been wanting Herman out for a little while. So uh, he is going to use the veto on Josh and work on making sure that Herman goes up uh, next to you. Um, I imagine at this point you're just in self-preservation mode. You're like, look, anybody that will leave next to me, I'm good with.
0: Totally. Totally. That's exactly what it was. It was like... It was. It wasn't hard campaigning against Herman. I didn't know that he was like starting a smear campaign about me. Like during that time, so I was kind of like, oh, "Okay, we're we're gonna keep it clean." So I tried to not um, like campaign too aggressively against him. But then later, when I was when I had found out, like, "Oh yeah, he's saying that you can't win anything." I was like, "Okay, well, are you gonna believe this salesman or what?" And I think. <laughs> helped um my game a little bit and also just again i was really pushing the fact like do you guys really want this strong competitor who literally has a path of winning this game as soon as you started telling people that someone was going to win this game i felt like you really were in good standing and they wanted to keep you more than they did the other person so that's kind of what i did i was a little shocked that summer turned her back on me but i mean at the end of the day she was going to do what the house was going to do and i'm sure it was evident in the episodes as well.
3: Yeah, so um so there's a couple of interesting things here post veto, right? So um one is that uh you have this little sort of interaction with Josh where um you kind of catch him in a little lie. Uh that he he knew about the Herman back door, but he kind of pretended like he didn't. And then you kind of question him about it the next day. And he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I just I got confused and I lied. You're like, OK, just don't just don't do it again. And to, and from my perspective, watch, I was like, oh, this is like this is this is just a small taste of what might come later. Right. Uh, and I wonder if Betty will remember this in the future uh, if it ha- if it does, in fact, happen again, that she catches one of his many lies. Um, is, is that something that stood out at the time or did it just feel like nothing?
0: that lie it's so interesting you bring that up um you know what I literally thought that when he said sorry to me because he's he also finessed it with like we're best friends like you know I just wanted to make sure I was keeping a secret you know I would never turn my back on you bestie and I was like oh okay well it's no problem so I did kind of forget about it because I was like why would he do it again little did I know
2: yeah
3: (laughs) 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 so uh so you're also uh you're also on the block against Herman. he makes a big push to stay uh you talked about this uh he ends up convincing summer um to to keep him and uh he also gets jace and gino convinced as well uh that first night um and uh and it's really like this was it was so interesting because it was such a big ordeal to get Herman on the block and then once he goes up it was like there he there he goes and then that very night he's got the votes and it's like whoa boy and then it's like okay next day the, you know, uh, the the Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> Betty, Kevin and Josh get to work um, and you make some great campaigns. And again, like I, I think I talked about this, like really being one of your high points in the game where you not only uh, sort of overturn these votes, um, but you also make a pitch to Jason Gino that uh, that you, Josh and, and, and the two of them should make a final four.
0: Yeah. I did. I did do that. Um, and because I've been on the block so many times, I knew that her mom was going hard like on Monday like he was talking to people and I was like that's not a vibe like you need to do it later in the week because you want to make sure that whatever you're saying, you're saying is sticking to these people like in their head and you want to make sure you're having meaningful combos so yeah when I, I actually I asked for a ceasefire with um, Gino and Jace and I also put Josh into it and they were like all for it they were like yeah let's do this we'll keep you and I was like and I literally made it made made them believe like we'll have the votes like if we keep moving forward we'll have four votes versus you know i think there was like i don't know maybe three other people i can't remember what it was but we would be the majority essentially and they were all for it my biggest mistake was telling josh about this because he went and told his little crew and yeah. then that so Ashley- i'm filling the tea went- to kevin oh i know uh yeah. it's like why would you do that to me like this was going to benefit you as well but hey it's the game
3: yeah this and and yeah i uh, it's it, it, certainly if you listen to my game recap you know this is really where i felt like you you had you had the ability you were like you were there at the cusp of taking kind of the the reins of the game here um and then uh and then those reins were kind of just handed back to uh, to Kevin when he found out. Um, and so, uh, so that's, that's not great. Um, and, uh, but you're still in a pretty good spot here. Um, and, uh, and so one of the things that I thought was interesting, uh, that I wanted to ask about was that, um, the, I think it was the following morning after you had made the deal with, uh, Jason Gino, um, you said, like, Kevin, I took your advice. I, I approached Jason Gino about like, um, about like working together, like being in a whatever. Right. Um, w- what was, what was that? Did he give you the idea where you just kind of like, you know, appealing to his ego? Like, what was that?
0: No. So I didn't actually tell him that I had decided to work with Gino and Jace. I had basically played it out to Kevin that me and Gino don't talk any game at all. And he was like, you should go and try and talk to Gino like this will be in your benefit. So what I wanted to do was basically let Kevin know like, hey, I'm actually taking your uh, opinions like at face value. Like, I actually want you to think that what what you're giving me in terms of advice I'm using like I really didn't care but I wanted Kevin to think like oh yeah you may have a little hold on me because that makes me seem less threatening to his game so little did I know that he knew everything that I was doing on the side I just wanted him to believe like oh like Betty actually is taking me seriously like she's taking my advice like you know basically it was just so that he wouldn't I wouldn't be a threat to him so that he could, you know, like not I never wanted to work with Kevin, but I always wanted to make sure we were in good standing. So that was kind of my my um, two cents on that.
3: No. And and I think that, uh, you know, that that making sure that you were in good standing was was a key element to your game, considering the amount of influence that Kevin ultimately has on the game um, yeah. that, that he he does feel like he has. Uh, obviously like, you know, I do hate you that happened. Uh, but he he does, he does feel like there's still something there. And I think also obviously, you know, feeling like he has Josh, uh, there's a big safety blanket there, but, um, but uh, I, I think it is like little things like this that, uh, that contribute to his ultimate overconfidence. Uh, during your hoh week which we'll get to um and uh, and i thought was was super interesting about this particular interaction is that that was a staple of kevin's game to to go to people and be like i took your advice um yeah. and uh and so you kind of turned it around on him there which was uh pretty fun we get into the following week where Gino wins the HOH and this is the week where, um, you know, he's telling everyone, uh, other than Marty and Kevin and Helena, Marty is the target. Marty's the, yeah. the backdoor target. And, uh, and, and he was, and, and that was great. Uh, and if that had gone through too, like you're in a pretty good spot and you were talking to Josh about like, this is perfect. Once they take out Marty, we can turn on them and then like yeah. we're in a great spot and that would have been great. Um, but, uh, but unfortunately, uh, Helena wins the veto and between her and Kevin, they're able to, again, kind of like convince Jason, and Gino like it's not worth making the move. So even though Jace gets that secret power veto, uh, she doesn't use it.
0: Right. Right. Ugh, so that was such an annoying week.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh and uh and you are also um considering the idea of keeping moose over summer uh this is that's when we got the petty
0: betty loves a good show
3: that clip (laughs) because summer was was not super keen on keeping you the previous week so
0: I felt like Summer was just so well insulated in this game. Like obviously love her as a person, but I was like, who don't you have like deals with? Like Marty basically kicked you out of his room the week before. And like, all of a sudden now you're working with him. Like to me, I just felt like it was only going to be a matter of time before Summer turned. So Moose on the other hand, you know, he had proven that he could win comps. He had basically told me that he would go after Marty. I was like, why wouldn't we keep someone that will literally go after our, you know, I wouldn't say enemies, but like people in this game that are actually serving us no purpose. Like, do you know what I mean? Like in terms of going after Marty, going after Gino, like to me, that made the most sense, but no one else was down. So I was like, am I going to be doing this by myself? Like, obviously not. So I had to like back out of that plan, but of course I wanted Moose to stay over summer. It just made the most sense to me in that moment, but obviously I may work, but Kevin was working 10 times harder. So (laughs) here we are.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Um, so, uh, so that week ends with, uh, with Marty winning the following HOH. Um, but just to talk a little further on, um, on the secret veto stuff. Uh, so in, in the next week, uh, Jace is going to tell Marty about the secret veto as a way of being like, look, we never planned to backdoor you. I had the secret power veto. This is the proof. And that helped Jace uh, and Gino stay off the block and stay, you know, away from being targeted um, initially. And then Gami Bears had something else to say about it. Yeah. Um, but it then uh, it was a double edged sword because then uh, Kevin and Helena also find out about it. And they are going to use this information to uh, try and prevent you and Jace from kind of reconciling at all. Um, because when Josh and Gino both end up on the block, there are some conversations where it's like, hey, one of us is about to lose our number one. Maybe we can work together moving forward. Um, but, uh, but, uh, Kevin and Helena are going to tell this story that, uh, that the plan was never Marty. It was Josh all along that would have been backdoored if the veto was used. And the proof is that Jace had that secret veto. Um, and this, this ends up following all the way through to your HOH when, uh, you are, you know, trying to determine essentially if you can trust Jace, uh, moving forward and you have a conversation with her and, she doesn't tell you about the secret veto. You have to ask her about it. And her response is kind of like, oh, you knew about that?
0: <laughs> like- yeah. So that's all it really took for me in that moment. If Jace would have just been like, hey, this is what I've got going on. Like it's day 55 at that point, too. Like I obviously can't trust anyone because I had just been put up in the triple by Josh. So I was like, uh, OK, if so, when I when I decided to talk with Jace, I really just needed her to be honest with me. And I felt like the conversation wasn't honest. Like she was telling me she was going to go after Helena and Kev of like I know that like I get it but what I really needed from her in that moment was her to be like I have this I had the secret power of veto this is why I didn't use it so when she didn't say that to me I was like okay what else are you hiding from me you know what I mean so that why that's why it was so hard for me to trust her and she was also a very strong competitor so I was thinking okay if I'm gonna get to the end Am I really going to go after? Am I really going to go up against someone who works ridiculously well under pressure and like has been pulling out these veto wins like absolutely no tomorrow? To me, it just made the most sense to get Jace on the block. And if Josh went home that week, obviously it would have sucked, but it is what it is. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of where I was at with that.
3: So what what was the what was your reaction when you first heard this uh this story because the, like the part of the 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 effectiveness of it is that it's it is very believable because w- the reality wasn't very believable right like that they yeah. were planning to backdoor marty and then Changed their minds when they had a secret power of veto. Like that is a weird, like uh, even knowing what happened, it's kind of like hard to explain exactly why it happened. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, hearing, hearing the alternative version of events kind of like, Oh, that makes a little more sense in terms of like actually following a through line.
0: Yeah. I don't actually know. Like, I just like to me, as soon as Selena told me like they weren't ever planning on backdooring Marty, that to me was just like, oh, God, like I didn't even it was it was that they were going to get go after Josh. That was also upsetting. But I think the biggest thing for me was you guys had the shot to get rid of Marty and you didn't do it. Like to me, it's like I don't want to work with you because you know that he's a huge threat to my game to, well, I thought to Josh's game, like he's obviously in hindsight is obviously a threat to your game. Why wouldn't you want to take this big competitor out? Obviously Gino later mentions to me like, Oh, I didn't want the target to be on me. Dude, you went out before Marty anyway. So it was just like, to me, it was bad gameplay. And I knew from that moment that I couldn't trust the showmance. I know now it's probably, I probably should have revisited that conversation, but here we are. Here we are. Uh,
3: So Marty wins the HOH. Uh, He's going to nominate you for the third time. Um, And uh, it wouldn't be a Marty HOH without a Betty nomination. Uh, Let's be real. Uh, yeah <laughs> so <laughs> Marty um you are and you are again uh the target here uh yeah. here for for Marty um but uh but you are going to pull out a veto win and I and I tracked this through the season there were some really good veto celebrations um but this was uh this was definitely up there
2: oh my God!
0: Yeah, it's my favorite part of the season totally.
3: Um big veto win. Uh I also have some uh some some funny clips of uh the, when the bugs were being poured on you. Uh but uh I don't know. that <laughs> <laughs> my
2: I don't know if we should.
3: Listen. They
0: were so gross, Karen. They were so disgusting. They were super worms, and some of the guys got bit. Like I don't know if they showed any of that. They had like bites on their stomach areas and on their arms. Like disgusting.
3: Yeah, yeah. It was. uh It was. Uh, I, I'll show you. I'll show you one of the clips. As the.
0: Uh... Oh, they're in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin's like evil laugh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh... <laughs>
3: Oh man! Uh, you also have you have a good laugh uh, later on when you win the Hoh uh, and uh, and Josh is there and you're saying maybe maybe you can even talk to Josh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of evil, eh? A
3: little bit, a little bit. Um, so you win the veto. This is huge. This is really like um, like if the previous couple of weeks were the turnaround for your strategic game where you really started to like gain some traction and could have uh, strategically taken hold of the game. Um, and then it kind of falls through. This is sort of the rebound where it's like competitively. Now you've won a competition, a big competition. You did it just in it in deciding uh, fashion here as well. Uh, like what was it? 42 seconds
0: yeah 100 minutes and 42 seconds
3: uh which uh it might I, I we should actually look at the that might be a record in terms of how close anybody's come in that competition um nice that's but awesome. uh so you win this competition and that's huge not only because it keeps yourself safe um but uh but also summer was saved by canada and mm. that means that marty is going to have to nominate somebody from the f- the
1: five
3: the uh, five, five. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, as Kevin described was, uh,
1: this is a dumb Alliance.
3: <laughs> dumb alliance.
0: That's so funny. It was a dumb Alliance, but I mean, it got them. It got, yeah. Anyway, we'll keep going.
3: <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, so, uh, I think, I think it was well known that like, there was a decent chance that Kevin was going to be the replacement for a while. Right. It was kind of just like, Oh, Kevin might end up going up. And that's probably going to be bad for Josh because uh, Josh would probably go. Um, But, you know, hopefully we can get like, why wouldn't he put Gino up? He should just put Gino up.
0: Yeah, they actually told me it was going to be Helena. And I was like Mm. shocked, but I obviously didn't really care that much. But at the same time, I was like, oh, okay, Helena will obviously get rid of Helena. But then I think that they were lying. Like, I don't know, because I don't know what Marty was thinking. I wasn't really on like I had Me and Marty weren't really on talking, a talking level. So I didn't quite know. But yeah, that's when the gummy bears happened.
3: That's when the gummy bears happened. So uh, you've you've watched this on the episodes now. Uh, What was it like watching it after hearing about it?
0: Yeah, it was like, are you serious right now? And like, he literally thought it was going to be like sportsmanship. Like, he's like, all right, everyone, bring it in. Like, obviously, you saw. I was like, are you joking me? Like, I didn't know it was like that. And then he's like, bringing them all in for a hug. Like, I was shook. I was obviously comical, but it was quite funny.
3: Uh, and then the f- <laughs> the photo shoot after. Yeah, five.
0: five and everyone's like kind of cringy. I was like, oh my god, this is too funny. <laughs>
3: oh boy uh so uh and you i think you found out uh before he went up right that uh because they told they told you guys about the 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 gummy bear yeah jace
0: actually i was getting ready and she mentioned it to me in the washroom and i was like there's no way like marty has a low-key obsession over gino he's not gonna put him up like don't worry and then she's like no dude it's gonna happen and i was like i'll have to see it to believe it so then when it actually happens i was like
3: I, I I betrayed him three times. It's not gonna be a fourth.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it was he was he 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 loved him. So I was like, there's no way. And then when it happened, I remember just being so, so happy. Like I couldn't even put it into words. I think I just like had a oh, face, but inside I was like, This is the best thing that could ever happen for a game.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, and you so you didn't know immediately that the votes would would be there. Right. But you do sort of like uh, you have a lot of hope that with Gino on the block, you'd have the votes. And then um, I think it's what, like a day or two later that Kevin really like confirms, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah don't worry about it. I'm definitely voting Gino out.
0: Yeah, Kevin actually told me the next day, but he 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 like made me swear up and down that I wasn't going to tell anyone, and I was like, okay, he's like I'm going to vote to keep Josh. But he told me at this point that he was swearing over like some weird things, like he was taking it to the next level.
3: Swearing on uh on his <laughs> on his marriage.
1: Marty is an emotional guy and we've really bonded over being the only two married men
0: in this house. The only issue is that I'm not actually married.
3: Oops. <laughs> so funny.
0: it's just it's still so comical to me because he would talk about his marriage like every single day so it's like you are such a great liar but yeah so anyway yeah so that's why i had to keep it a secret and i was really good at keeping secrets in that house so i was like okay i promise you i won't say anything i obviously told josh but obviously josh already knew Mm -hmm. so yeah and then i just knew I just knew that Gino was going to go once we knew that we had Kevin, then for sure we had Helena and then me and summer and the rest is history.
3: The rest is history. Another blind side, uh, this time for Gino. And that leads into the triple eviction, uh, where, uh, it, it's down to Josh and Jace and, uh, Josh wins. And it's like, wow.
0: Yes. Celebration. Yeah, I know. I was so happy. I just, I, in hindsight, I'm so embarrassed that I was so happy because I ended up going on the block anyway.
3: Yeah. Um, he puts up Summer first, uh, hoping yeah. that he won't have to put you up. Uh, but then Jace wins the veto. Uh, and that's when um, this I mean, this was this was hard. I, I imagine this was hard to watch back. Uh, It was hard to watch it initially. uh, The the wheels falling off comment. Um, I did like um, I did like this from you.
0: I'm not really mad, but I'm kind (laughs) of (laughs) mad. Yeah, I was I was just going through shock in that period because I was like, why are you putting me up? Like, it makes no sense. But, you know, Josh being a liar, he was just like, oh, I have to put you up. Like at this point, I didn't know what was going on, but I knew that I was on the block. So I needed to campaign like I had. to. I was just running up and down like a chicken with their head cut off, being like, I've got to stay in this house. I'm not going out on a triple. And I, I don't so think you I don't think
3: you get enough credit for that either, because um, like th- that's a hard thing to do. Like you're in shock and you can tell that like like I like I'm I, I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't even remember any of that, because you were just like. Uh, so are you voting for me? Um, but like the fact, like it is so important in, in the middle of a triple eviction. You have such limited time to just get in there and, and talk to people and make sure, like, who knows what happens if, uh, if Kevin and Helena have some time to, to talk amongst themselves a little more, like should we really keep Betty or should we keep summer right like yeah. um but instead you know you''re you're, you're there and and they're and Helena's in the bathroom and uh, and you're talking to them and you're you're getting a promise from them and now now if they did want to switch they'd have to reconcile with the fact that right before you left they lied to you and that's bad jury management. And so um it's huge it's huge to be able to 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 have those conversations even if you are just like, kind of like a, a little bit of a zombie um totally. so uh so that's big but uh but obviously not not good not good you're on you're on the block you do survive um but now you're in a position where uh you you need to win this hoh um and uh, and you do and this is again huge win huge win for your game thank you um it was
0: good i really needed that win because obviously there was some weird stuff going on in the house that i wasn't 100 percent aware of so i just needed to secure my safety and it was so good to be able to know that i was going into the final four and i didn't have to beg anyone it was just like okay i did this and now i have a little bit of power so let's go
3: yeah uh and so from from our perspective or from my perspective at least uh i thought there was a big chance that you would you know regardless of the relationship end up going okay clearly josh kevin and helena are working together i'm gonna need to pull in jace uh and make sure i take one of them out um which you know at the same time who knows what happens if jay stays in the game right like uh i think the jury was kind of rooting for her so uh if she makes it to the end maybe it's a whole different season but um but uh, but there was definitely that possibility. And um, and there was talk. You asked a couple of times, like, are you three working together? Uh, and that's when we got this from Kevin.
1: Of course, <sighs> Betty's on to the three of us. She's not stupid. Of course, she sees it. But let's go ahead and deny and see how it goes.
0: Yeah. Uh, I did like I knew that there was something going on, but. To me, it was just like, I don't even know what I was thinking in that moment. I was just like, I know that they're working together. But at the same time, I still wasn't threatened by Helena or Kevin. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know half of what was actually going on behind the, behind the you know, on the, on, how do you say this? Like, behind the scenes, mm-hmm. I was just like, OK, I need to get Josh or J.C. Lynn out like. I can worry about Helena and Kev later. Like that was my my theory on it. Like I know that there was something going on, but I needed to make sure I was getting rid of Jace or Josh in that moment because I don't have a working relationship at all with J. C. Lynn. At this point, I'm HOH. She's gonna tell me whatever the hell I wanna hear. All I wanted to hear was let me know that I have that you had the secret power of veto. And perhaps I would have put up Josh and Kev. Like that was the, the only other option. It was Josh or Kev or Josh and Jace. To me, Helena was just like, it wasn't, and again, I don't discredit or devalue anyone in this game. Look at my own story. Like you never do that. Everybody is valuable in that game. And I think that this season really shows that, but it was just like, I can worry about Helena later. It was really those three that were on my radar at all. So like, yeah, for sure. They're working together, but they're not going to admit that to me. Like it is what it is at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, and and
3: you know, I I also think that um you know I I think you could look at this as a missed opportunity, and and maybe it was you know considering the outcome, but at the same time you know it's it's the final five. You're going to head into the final four. You can't really rely on anybody at this point. Uh, you just found out you can't rely on Josh. Certainly can't rely on Kevin and Helena. Even if you could rely on Jace, it might not be good to because maybe she beats you in the end. Who knows? Maybe we'll talk about that. Um, so you know if if you're looking at it and you're like i gotta win my way there anyway taking out josh or jace is not not the worst idea right those are the two better competitors so um i i don't think i think that like the bigger mistake is to uh take out somebody who is a, a lesser competitor who like maybe like maybe a missed opportunity and you end up taking out a lesser competitor versus like if you're going to if you're going to err on uh, the side of, you know, uh, like maybe maybe I took out the wrong person. At least you took out a big competitor. Right.
0: totally That's how I saw it, too. In hindsight, it probably would have been smart to take out Kevin. But then I was like, then I'm against Ke- then I'm against Jace, Josh and Helena. And to me, that was just like knowing how important the next few comps were. I was just like, Oof, I don't know.
3: And how do you, like, how do you predict that Kevin is going to be able to, like, uh, doesn't need to win the competition? You know, like, how do you predict that he's going to be able to get into people's heads the way he did? Uh, like, not even we, not even we saw that coming. Uh, so, um, so you put up Jace and Josh, uh, but you do come to the realization shortly after. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, what's, what is happening here with, Kevin, this is when this is when you say it.
0: I think Kevin is a much bigger problem than I thought.
3: So I want to know, like, what what was like? Where did it come from? Because uh, obviously you thought about you thought this about Kevin for a long time. But what was it that really like kicked it into gear to be like, hold on, hold on. I need to talk to Josh about this.
0: Well, what happened was I decided to take Kev to Wendy's. And when I went to Wendy's with Kev, I was just like, he was just like feeding me like a lot of stuff in my head. And I was thinking to myself, this is like, he's trying to get to me. And I, I, I'm like, he's a very smart guy. And like, I'm not downplaying. He won the game, but he was just really trying to pitch. Like Josh needs to go up. We need to get rid of Josh telling me Jace is also another threat, not pitching Helena at all. And really just making sure like he's trying to basically maneuver his way into my HOH, which ultimately ends up working, of course. But he was really just pushing really hard, trying to push an alliance with me in final five. I'm thinking to myself, is this guy being for real? Like he wants to be in an alliance (laughs) with me in final five. Like it was just suspect the way he was going off about it. And like, you know, just really telling me how hard he's going to ride for me in this game. I'm literally thinking like there's 10 days left in this game. How, what do you mean you're going to ride it out with me? Like it, it just, it just wasn't adding up. So after, and then I basically pitched to him. I was like, okay, so if you want to ride it out, let's have a final two. And he was like, I can't make any promises. Instantly, I was like, "Okay, it makes sense to me that what he's trying to do right now is to get into my head to basically come with an outcome that best serves him and Helena. But in that moment, I was still so angry with Josh because I was like, why is this? Josh should know better than this. Like he's smart, like he should know better than this. So I left the conversation with with Kevin, knowing exactly that like this is what Kevin does all of throughout all of the HOHs. He tries to get in and get all buddy, buddy with them. And he tries to influence their decisions, but it wasn't going to work with me. Like, because I could see, I could see what he was doing. And it just, I just needed a little bit of time to process. So in that evening, I was like, because the, the Wendy's date happens and then I immediately have to put people on the block. So mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I just need a little bit more time to think. Unfortunately, I didn't have that time. So then later that night, I barely slept. I remember I was thinking so hard about what Kevin had just tried to do. So I immediately went to Josh to tell him in that morning. That's when we go and have that coffee. And I was like, dude, this guy is like... A- we need to get him out next. Like there's absolutely no way that we can keep him in this game. Like he literally tried to get in my brain and he, he claims to be close with you. And he literally was trying to get you out. Like he said that he wanted to vote you out this week. Like, do you not see that? I think I was able to get some traction obviously with Josh. So he was able to really see it through my lens. And then, yeah, it obviously didn't stick because look where we're at now, but. I really did. I really did with my heart of hearts know that this guy was playing me and it happened right at that Wednesday and all my feelings came back from then
3: yeah it, that's that was the thing t- like we we felt like it probably stemmed from that wendy's day, but the wendy's dates uh, are not on the feed so um yep. it, we had to wait until the episode to to see any of what happened in it um but there were things that you were referencing from it particularly the thing that stood out to me was him saying that he had an alliance with josh that uh for for a long time like um that felt to me like was like a step over a step too far in terms of giving you the pieces that you needed to really be like wait a minute hold on if you've yeah. been working with Josh this whole time uh well, hold on <laughs> like uh, he said
0: something like Josh is my number one guy and mm-hmm. I was like wow so once I went and filtered all that information to Josh I felt like Josh was like okay now we can finally start playing this game together but
3: yeah yeah and, and that's the thing and, and I haven't talked to Josh yet and and I would love to try and get more clarification on it but it did seem like Uh, Because, you know, when you said the thing about Kevin being a a bigger problem, Josh also says,
1: I feel very played by Kevin.
3: um, And and from our perspective, we were a little confused because he he knew what he was doing with Kevin the whole time, or at least that's what it felt like. Um, Yeah. And then but then when you're telling him this stuff about Kevin, he's like, wow, Kevin's like the mastermind. It's like, didn't you know that? Like you? I don't didn't, weren't you there? Like, um, I was a little confused. And it was also like, it felt like he was very genuinely upset with Kevin, but at the same time, he also like, wasn't giving you the full story. Like you were asking him, like, I'm not going to find out you've been in alliance with them the whole time. And he's like, no, no, of course not. Mm. Um, and so, uh, we were a little bit we were a little bit confused about where exactly Josh stood with all of it. I do think that you genuinely flip him over to your cause. And I, and I think that, and I think I asked him this question when, when the two of you together, and I think he was um, telling the truth that he was planning to take you to the end at this point. Um, and uh, it's only later that he's going to change his mind. Um, but, uh, but this is again, like you really, you managed to get Josh back over to your side, uh, but then it's too late because Helena wins the veto. And leaves Josh up on the block next to Jace and uh, this is the saga of um, I, don't, I don't even know if you know how many times Kevin and Helena went back and forth on this decision uh, because they only ended up telling you uh, at the end of like five flip flops okay we're gonna keep Jace and then yeah. you had to kind of get to work.
0: I definitely did. I had to make them believe that whatever they were deciding was on them Mm -hmm. because that was the whole thing with them. Like they needed to feel like they were in full control and full power. So despite the fact that I knew that Josh leaving was awful for my game, I still needed to play it off. Like, Oh, I don't care. Do what you need to do. It's still a strong competitor. But at the end of the day, I was like, are these?" cause I remember Kevin telling me right before I was going to go to bed. He's like, yeah, we're getting rid of, josh and i was like holy shit like i can't believe that's happening but i still had to be like no problem do what's best for your game and then when then when i finally had to make points i basically just pitched that um jace was a bigger competitor and that they could get josh out eventually um but ultimately they ended up keeping josh because josh said he was going to throw the hoh i didn't know that. but at the end of the day, as long as you made Kevin believe that he was in full control, I felt like you were in his good book. So I always wanted to make sure that I was making him feel that way. And clearly it kind of worked, I guess. But yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That was the that was one of the interesting th- things about Kevin is that, like, he's kind of on the back foot for a lot of the game um, and he plays really well from there. Just just sort of like you did. Um, mm-hmm. And then this is sort of the the first time he really does have like full control. And it's kind of like, oh, what. I'm not used to actually having this many
2: options.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so Josh stays, he ends up winning both the HOH and the veto. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he lets you know you're staying. Um, and the last conversation we saw in the feeds was the one he had with you, where he lets you know that he's going to, he's going to use the veto on you, make sure that he keeps you. He wants to bring you to the end. Uh, little bit of a a martyism here he's like i betrayed you once i'm not gonna do it again um and
0: yeah and he gave me some crocodile tears too he told me i'll never betray you again that was the biggest mistake i made and that like just like as you saw i'm an emotional person so that pulled out my strings and i was like oh my gosh we'll see like we're friends first we're never gonna do this to each other and I literally thought that that was going to be the final two that we, that, you know, that I wanted, that I thought he wanted to, but I was wrong.
3: Yeah. Uh, so, um, so I've seen some, some criticism uh, of you in this moment where people feel like you uh, were a little too hands off about it. Like you kind of were just like, Josh, if you do choose to cut me, I understand I'll still love you. I'll still be friends with you. Um, And uh, that like, you know, maybe you should have been pushing a little harder. How do you feel? What do you, how do you feel about that criticism?
0: Um, I feel like, you know what, in that moment, I really did think like, Hey Josh, like I'm going to, I've, like, I know it's bad. Like I'm playing big brother. I'm here to play, win a hundred thousand dollars. But in that moment I was like, you know, I didn't, I didn't win the veto. Like I literally, I don't know, down and dirty. Josh did it in 17 minutes. I did it in 40. When I left down and dirty, I was like, that's in the bag. Like that's mine. I'm going to win this. And like, ultimately I didn't win it. So I was like, okay. I know Josh is going to Josh has already made up his mind at the end of the day. He's going to do what's best for him. Like, I wanted to make sure that I was coming from a place of like, hey, like, I know that I didn't win my spot. I want you to keep me. But the decision is ultimately yours. And like, I felt like we had a good enough relationship that he would have told me in that moment what was going to happen. And in my heart, I did kind of know that he was going to keep me, but I still wanted him to also feel like he was in full control. That was a big part of my game. Like I wanted to make people feel Mm -hmm. like they had full control. And that was kind of what I was doing. And I thought that if I kind of came at it at like a, I'm coming at it not as an emotional side, but like, I'm going to get to your heart a little bit more then maybe that will help me at the end of the day. And it ended up helping me. So I do appreciate the criticism, like, although I do appreciate it. At the end of the day, I was still playing the game. I was just trying to play it at more of like, hey, buddy, like we're friends, like you're going to take me like I care for you. And it ended up working. So I think that I could have been more forceful, but that's what Kevin did. And it didn't end up working in his favor anyway. So
3: right. So you basically you're taking sort of like the the hard approach, the like uh, like uh, I'm being so nice about this. You wouldn't actually take me up on it. Right.
0: Exactly. That's what I was doing, and it ended up working because I ended up seeing like Kevin was going hard and like promising everything and you know doing whatever he could to keep Helena or himself here, and it didn't end up working. So the hard right. approach worked.
3: So there you go. Uh, so you you say to Josh, I my gut is telling me to evict Kevin over Helena, um, mm-hmm. and and that's what I would do if 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 it were my decision, but you know, you, you won the veto, you can make this call. Um, and, uh, and that's kind of where the feeds, the feeds cut. Uh, yeah. and, um, and so, um, obviously we saw some of the rest of this in, in the episodes. Uh, but, uh, it seemed to me like Josh basically gave the pitch of like, Hey, Helena's better at competitions. So why don't we just get rid of Helena now? It'll be easier to beat Kevin in the final three. Was that basically the reasoning?
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it was. We were thinking about comps. Like at this point, to me, Helena leaving, Kevin leaving didn't matter to me. It was like, I obviously wanted Kevin to leave because I know that he was such a sneak, but Kevin not only was performing low, like he was literally getting in like the bottom court, like the bottom of all the comps all the time. So I was like, okay, Helena's like in an upward trajectory of doing really well in these comps, especially the individual ones. So I was like, okay, who's easier to beat? And then I have this in my head, like, let's get rid of the better player. So I didn't know all of the back work that Kev was doing. I was just looking at it as Helena is literally better at competitions than Kev. Let's get rid of Kalina now. We'll get rid of Kev later. Mm-hmm. That was basically it.
2: Yeah.
3: and I And I imagine that, you know, in the back of Josh's mind as well, that he's not saying it out loud, but he's also probably thinking like. Kevin is also maybe easier to beat if uh, if I do end up there. Right. Um, Yeah. So uh, so then we get to the final three and we know nothing. We know nothing about what happened here. Um, Nobody expects the the end result, uh, including, I assume you. Um, uh, So tell me all about the what happens after Helena leaves. What are the conversations? What's going on?
0: Yeah. Like, so final three happens and we're basically just like here about, it felt like there was almost like a weight lifted off of everyone's shoulders. We knew like helena has gone. One of us is going to leave. Everybody's like trying to work hard at these competitions. Um, me and Josh are still solid as ever. We're like, okay, we're going to do this. We're taking it to the end. Like literally I didn't even, we barely were talking like as much game. Cause like we both knew that like if Josh won, I said, or if I won, I was like, I'm taking you to the end. He said the exact same thing to me. We were like final two. It is what it is. So we basically, that was the most of the conversation. We were basically just like grateful to be there, having a great time, knowing that this is the end. All three of us will be leaving at the same time. Um, To be like quite frank with you, like there wasn't much conversations other than the fact that, you know, me and Josh had basically swore up and down, promised on everything. This is it. This is the final two that we want. We're doing it. I swore that I was taking him. He did the same thing. It was basically just making sure that we beat out Kevin i had no idea that kevin was like putting in all this work at the end of the day and like you know i'm not i haven't actually seen many conversations again i haven't seen the last episode like you just mentioned i don't think anyone saw conversations between
3: no there's basically zero game footage it's just the competitions and the ceremonies we see nothing else so uh, we are completely in the dark about it yeah
0: So I guess your guess is as good as mine when it comes to the type of conversations that they were having, because I was taking Josh at face value. Like when you swear up and down, when you tell me you're never going to betray me again, what betraying me was the worst thing you made in your game. You use the veto on me. Yeah, I may have been sitting a little bit more comfortably because I thought like... I for, I literally did not think in a million years he would do that to me again, especially in final three. Um, so yeah, I guess your your guess is as good as mine in terms of what conversations were had between Kevin, Josh. But on my end, I never I never would have betrayed Josh like at all. I was loyal to the soil. So yeah.
3: Did you have any conversations with Kevin once he won part one about like um, and it, maybe it was like it was just Kevin versus Josh in part three uh to to be like you like who, who are you gonna take if you win uh yeah. you should take me
0: yeah i didn't even kev was gonna take me no matter what because i had put into his head like you're gonna lose no matter what if you put josh up next to you you're gonna lose this game you know that josh has more connections than you do he's played a better game i was just putting that out into his head constantly and then kev was like okay will you help me study and i was like yes and then he was like because it's basically alluded that if he wins he's going to take me so I was just helping him study as much as I could doing like shot fire questions things like that so I was spending a lot more time with Je- with Kev helping him study knowing that he would take me to the end so I feel like I was in a good spot with both of them but again I didn't know that Josh was going to do that I just thought that I wanted Kevin to win because yeah I don't know
3: and yeah and I, and I think I've I think I've heard that Kevin then probably used that time he spent with you to convince josh that he had a final two with you um yeah
0: yeah. and that wasn't true at all
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: yeah like we didn't have i did not have a final two with kevin at all so that's like and it's interesting to me that josh would have believed that because like if we were supposed to be friends like why wouldn't you ask me that because he thought that i would lie but like i barely lied in the game so it's like Of course I didn't have a final two with Kev. That makes no sense. I
3: know the way you were talking about Kev at the end there. Like there's no way.
0: (laughs) There's no way I would have done that. And to me, it's like, dude, (laughs) how dumb are you to think that I would have a final two with Kevin? Like, of course not, but all good. Yeah. Uh,
3: All right. Well, I I won't make you relive the, uh, the moment, but um, obviously, uh josh chooses to take kevin um you go out to the jury um uh, i can't imagine it was like a super uh great feeling when uh they're they're cheering uh when they see you
0: yeah i was annoyed at that um moose is just like that like yeah. you know I and mean? he just like loves an, a reaction wanted to give the best reaction and yeah business b does not stand for that so obviously i had to tell him to sit the f down <laughs> i may have needed like i probably should have just chilled a bit on that but that is so disrespectful. Like I literally just got cut in third, like walking away empty handed in this game. And you want to give me the best, like a big reaction. I don't regret anything I said. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, I, I'm sure you've seen the episodes now, like in the jury segments, like every time any information comes out, the the uh, Herman and Moose are like,
2: Aah! like, <laughs>
3: So they're probably very used to doing that, but, uh, yeah, yeah. like, uh, choose, pick your moments guys. Totally. Um, so, um, so you get out there. Um, usually I think, you know, the person that goes out in third usually sit in those chairs and then like sometimes you'll have a little bit of a chance to like, so what's, what's going on? Like, uh, and somebody will like whisper in your ear, like this is what's, what's what we're doing. Uh, do you have any conversations?
0: No, I was still in shock. Like, I don't know, like my whole body language. I didn't want to be there. didn't want to talk to anyone. So I had no idea. Um, But me being me, I promised Josh that I would vote for him no matter what. I was like, I would never. I would never in my life tell someone something and not do it, especially if it's like something that holds so much weight, like winning a game. Mm -hmm. Um, So I promised Josh. So I had no there was no way in my mind that I was wavering from what I was said I was going to do. I'm not Josh. I don't like I'm not going to lie to someone's face. So I, you know, voted for him and then I was the only one.
3: Did you did you think that he was going to win?
0: Of course I did. Like even after the like,
3: questions and everything?
0: Even after the questions. Like after I heard Kevin's speech though, I was like, "Wow, that was really good." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like like this was really really good he made a point of telling everyone like a little bit of his game and you know I just thought that was excellent play but at the end of the day I just knew how much work Josh had been doing just in terms of the comp wins and everything and to me it was like okay there's a better game at play and I thought it was Josh but like jokes on me <laughs> Kev obviously played the better game because he won, he won so, the entire thing. so
3: you're seeing like the Kevin votes and everyone you're like wait what
0: yeah i was like even canada what (laughs) i was so like because in my mind i always thought kevin was the villain and and, and then he is of Mm -hmm. course but like i thought he was like you know like the real villain like the villain villain Mm -hmm. but it turns out josh was actually the villain
3: yeah kevin was the winter baby villain
0: i'm a winter baby in the winter That's so funny. Oh my God. That's when he was topless in the backyard, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Kev.
3: Oh boy. Um, so uh, if you had had a little more time uh, to digest the situation, let's say that the final three happens like, you know, uh, a week before or a few days before, and you, yeah. you're able to talk to the jury, you're able to digest a little bit, uh, Do you, would, would you still hold true to what you said to Josh, or at that point, you're like, okay, maybe not?
0: <sighs> Good question. Um, knowing me, I probably would have still voted for Josh just because, like, you know, i I think I swore up and down too, that I was going to give him the vote. And to me, that just holds a little bit of weight. However, it is big brother. So like, if I would have known like everyone, maybe, maybe there would have been some wiggle room, but I'm going to stand firm and say, yeah, I probably would have still voted for Josh. All
3: right. Um, so, uh, I I'm, I'm assuming you had a chance to talk to some of the jurors. Um, I've asked, um, Herman and summer now, uh, specifically like who do you think would have won if josh had taken betty uh the answer so far has been they think it it probably comes down to canada um, yeah is that was that the understanding you have
0: i they just i think they're all just lying to you honestly <laughs> there's no way in hell helena was gonna vote for me like let's be real there was absolutely no way in hell kevin was gonna vote for me either so like uh and moose like i don't know so like they say what they say now but i really do think it would have been in in josh's favor Mm -hmm. um maybe i would have maybe there could have been a chance but let's be real i really don't think kalina or kevin or moose would have voted for me so i think josh still would have taken home the win but we'll never know
3: (laughs) so uh what about uh if kevin had won that final hoh and taken you um did you get a sense of where the votes would be there
0: yeah, it would have been unanimous for Kevin, for sure. Unanimous. Everyone said they would have voted for Kevin, um, which is cool.
3: Because <laughs> now they're saying that they might have voted for you. You see, they're lying still.
0: Yeah they, yeah, they they said if it was Kevin and me, it would have been unanimous for Kevin. So who knows at this point? But I just know that Josh probably should have taken me if he even wanted a slight chance to win. But Kevin is good at what he does. He's good at getting in people's heads. And like, that's why he won the game.
3: Yeah. So, uh, so how, how are you feeling about, about Kevin now? Like, uh, you've seen this, you've seen the show, uh, you've seen everything. Um, you know, I feel like you've had such an up and down relationship uh, with Kevin. Do you hate him?
0: No, I don't hate Kevin at all. Like I think he's just a regular schmegular guy (laughs) in his house with his girlfriend, you know? Maybe he works in tech. Maybe he doesn't anymore.
2: Oh
3: yeah. Know. You thought he was a teacher. That was so funny.
0: Yeah. I thought he was a drama teacher or like an English teacher or something. <laughs> like I think he's a regular guy. Like I have nothing against him. I'm grateful. Like, I'm glad he won. Yeah. Other than that, like I'm really indifferent to Kevin, like, you know, maybe one day in the future, far, far future, if he ever wants to get a coffee, I'm down. Like other than that, I wish him and his girlfriend, nothing but the best, honestly
3: yeah uh so what about uh what about helena because uh the sense i've gotten from the jury so far is that um she basically had no chance uh to win against anybody um is that how you felt about helena
0: no i didn't feel that way about helena at all like i wonder the, the jury like i have no idea what goes on in the jury house but clearly they have like their own opinions form i thought helena like yeah she was a huge liar and of course i couldn't trust her but she um she just played the game like and she didn't get on the block at all. I thought Helena not being on the block was actually something to be celebrated. Everybody else was like, no, she just floated and skin skimmed her way by. But I think if you can avoid the block for 10 weeks, like that's something worth. Like be proud of that and like to know that she was out manipulating with Kevin. Like if that was your game, like right on to you, power to you sister. Like that's awesome. I didn't know that people had so much hate and like bitterness towards her. I really did think if I was to go up against Helena, it would have been probably a close call, but clearly not. Like, it seems like there were some petty people. So it is what it is.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I've forgotten to ask uh, Herman and, and Summer about this, but um, the epi- the finale made it seem like, uh, maybe it wasn't the finale, or maybe it was, it uh, made it seem like if Jace had had made it to the end, that she would have had a really good chance of beating anybody um, is, is that, did, did you get that sense? Well, how, how, how does Jace do if she makes it?
0: Yeah. I knew that Jace was going to go far in the game. Like if she would have, if I didn't get Jace out for sure, she would have had a really great path to winning. She had Gino advocating for her in the jury house, like obviously. And she had already won four safeties or vetoes, whatever way you want to put it. Like I knew, I just didn't know that they had that much love for Jace, but it makes a lot of sense why they did. Um, so. Um might to answer your question in the house, I probably thought that they that she had like a seventy percent good chance of winning. And then when I got out of the house I knew that it was at least ninety five percent. So it is what it is.
3: There you go. Uh so season's over. Um you uh you got to meet some people. How was how was that? How was the after party stuff?
0: Like meeting like past house guests? Yeah yeah, it was cool. Um, like, you know, I met like Jed and like, um, Anthony and some other folks. So that was really cool. Um, I didn't actually go to Niagara because I had just literally been evicted. Like all these people had all this time to like hang out and vibe and like be at the, um, jury house. I was like, no, I need alone time. So I just caught a flight right to Edmonton after being out for one night. Um, but I've had so much love and support from people like on the internet. So I'm like, wow, this is so cool. And I obviously love Ica Wong. Like she's my favorite player of all time. And she like wrote me. So I was uh, like, oh, so she's cool. great.
3: She's great. She's so, great. so
0: good. So good. She's literally like my like absolute BB can icon. So other than that, yeah, it was cool meeting past players. Um, but I'm just grateful to be home and just chilling.
3: Yeah. Um, so, uh, so what's the plan now? Just, uh, back to it
0: yeah, back to the grind, you know, I'm going to have like a social media presence, but I don't know how much more of the game I'm going to talk about. Like, you know, it it will fizzle out, especially like in this next little bit. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I would obviously love to play all stars. if like BB can ever does that. Or like BB USA brings Canadians. Like, I think that would be so fun. I would love to play again. Um, But other than that, no, I'm just going to live my regular schmegular life. Like I'm just a regular boring girl. And I'm really excited to like, live in edmonton and do all these boring things
3: (laughs) i'm gonna need uh the all-star promo to start with um
0: this is business b let's get it (laughs) i hope they do call me so i can be business (laughs) b um yeah uh
3: do you do do you think that like if you did go back are there um would you play differently are there like takeaways from this game that you'd you'd go in uh you know having a, a new idea of how you'd play
0: Totally. I probably wouldn't be so blindly loyal to one person like, you know what I mean? I think that was obviously my demise in this game. So like, you know, as much as I was like, oh, I don't want to meet friends. I probably should be a little more um, open to the idea, not friends, but idea of working with other people like there's no harm in being safe in other um, areas. So I probably would do that. And trust my gut more. Every single thing that I had called out in terms of like Kevin and like not being able to trust Helena, that all ended up being true. So like, I don't know why I didn't just continue to pursue those things. I probably should have. Um, So that's probably what I would do. Trust my gut more and probably build a little bit more relationships with people, not just put all my eggs in one basket. Mm
3: -hmm uh are you uh are you like uh, are you gonna be like invested now or are you gonna be watching like uh all the seasons and, and you know stuff?
0: I probably am just gonna rewatch season five um <laughs> i I like some people from like How do I say this respectfully? I know like the Pretty Boys Alliance, but I was always like, oh, am I going to watch this? It's like just a bunch of like people dominating the game and that's not really what I like. But some people have reached out to me that were in the Pretty Boys Alliance. So I'm like, okay, let me just give it a shot. So I might watch a couple of seasons. Definitely going to rewatch season five. Definitely going to rewatch. I think it's season seven. And then obviously I'm going to watch the next season of BBUSA, obviously. So yeah, maybe I'll be invested, but maybe not like, as like kevin or anything i'm not gonna like go that hard
3: (laughs) yeah um all right well uh betty anything else that you wanted to uh to bring up
0: no i want to say thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me about my like experience with bb can it was really fun i hope that you know people can see my game and hopefully be inspired to play one day Mm. um and hopefully you'll this isn't the last that you'll see me in the bb can world
3: Hopefully not. Uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Uh, right. I was, I was a big fan. I was, I was, uh, I loved watching you. Uh, you were on my draft team as well. Uh, oh. I really, I thought, I thought we had it for a second there. I thought maybe, maybe we had a shot, but, um, but, uh, but that's, uh, that's the way things go sometimes. Um, totally. So uh, th- thank you so much.
0: Of course. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a really good rest of your day.
3: All right. You too. And there you go. That was Betty. Uh so fun so fun to talk to. Very happy that I got to uh to talk with Betty. Uh hopefully you enjoyed this one. It was uh it was such a blast. I got to get business to be back on All-Stars. I think that's I think that's the call. I think uh I think we need more Betty. We we need, we need more.
0: I do hate you.
3: People that she hates. I don't know. Uh but um it was uh it was very fun talking to Betty. Of course uh I've got more of these coming up. Should be talking to Kevin soon, hopefully. And uh, we'll, we'll keep talking to more people, getting more answers and and, and filling in all the gaps. Uh, we need to know more about what happened there at the final three, of course. But uh, great talking to Betty. Hopefully you enjoyed it. You can find me over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong, if you want to hang out and uh, watch me play games and ch- chat about things and answer questions, all kinds of fun stuff over there. You can also find me on Twitter at Armstrong taryn uh that's what i got thank you so much for joining me here and i will see all of you next time
0: it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say
1: 18 plus.